0: You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Luisa Arabia. She's talking to me from New York. Luisa, thank you so much for being with me today.
1: Oh, thanks for having me. It's really my pleasure.
0: Luisa, i want to talk about um some of your exhibitions and of course your work. What are you doing in your studio at the moment or, or preparing for or involved in
1: well i am uh, working in on um, on um, on a difficult somehow challenging uh project for me um which uh, is uh, embraces the idea of inferno uh Obviously, not a spirit. I mean, not not a religious in, inferno, but more a, a psychological uh, terrestrial uh, inferno. Um, so it's 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 uh, a bit unusual for me to uh, face uh, a topic like this one because uh, usually in my work I try to be rather uh, positive. And, um, and I seek for messages that bring us uh, together, not to say that inferno wouldn't bring us together, <laughs> uh, because as a matter of fact, I'm trying to uh, talk about a psychological inferno uh, that you know, we all as humans uh, experience in our lives. But anyhow, it, is, uh, it has been uh, challenging. And it's uh, been in my mind for uh, for a while, um, actually, since uh, I developed the trilogy Love, Birth and Death in uh, 2016 and 17, which uh, uh, part of that was exhibited at Peter Bloom, I think it was in 2018. So back then I wanted to include also a fourth painting uh, titled Hate. But uh, then I wondered, you know, how much do I want to deal with hate, uh, you know, uh, and what good can hate, you know, bring uh, in into our, I mean, certainly nothing, doesn't bring anything good in our life, but what, you know, what, how can I face hate in a way that eventually uh, develops in an interesting way in, in my work and... Uh, and, and turn into something positive to reflect upon. So anyhow, um, I've, I think that in the last couple of years, we had been enough uh, and more than ever uh, dramatic situations in our lives. And, uh, and now Inferno is uh, definitely shaping up in my
0: studio. That's exciting. Let's talk a little bit more about the psychological inferno. That does sound, um, in, in terms of, of how you're exploring and subject matter and, and, and just thinking emotionally and, uh, and psychologically, what, is it, what does that mean exactly, The the psychological inferno? I mean, I feel in some ways... Uh, that to me relates to what's been happening the last few years. I feel like okay. I've been in a psychological inferno to some mm-hmm. extent, but but what do you mean by that exactly?
1: Well, uh, what you said is, is uh, truly correct. I also had been um, affected in my life um, on a personal level uh, by the last couple of years. So I've been uh, trying to process moments that are difficult to deal with in our life, like uh, a loss, for example, or uh, uh, the sense of remorse, or uh, the war, obviously. Uh, death uh, uh, is a subject I... Um, reflect upon quite a bit in my work, especially as a phase of transformation, of passage between one physical and uh, uh, psychological, I would say, dimension into another. But um, um, in this moment, there is the uh, the drama. The I mean, in my studio, I think I'm reflecting especially about the... the the drama of the, of the loss.
0: The drama of the loss. Um, of
1: the loss. Yes.
0: And and how will how does this make its way into your work? What's happening in your studio that that incorporates that or or is influenced by that that way of thinking and exploring?
1: Well, what's happening in in my studio? Um, is not that I'm. Uh, Facing the work, approaching the work in a in a different uh, way, there is uh, still the human body um, is actually a little bit more figurative at the moment, maybe than in the last exhibition um, but I'm trying to uh, portrait uh feelings <laughs> um emotional state. And uh, and that has always been at the end, at the, at the center uh, of uh, my uh, uh, reflections. Um, at the end, for me, the human body is just a vessel somehow. Uh, what really interests me are the invisible, you know, the life, death, um, uh, precariousness uh, precariousness yes. um, uh, moments of connection with the other all those things that how do you really portrait you know that, I mean we're related to our surrounding and, and other people think, you know and we experience emotions obviously through our body but how do you portrait invisible, you know, all these uh, moments,
0: uh. right? And, th- and that that is the challenge. How do you portray that? So, <laughs> how, so how, 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 can I,
1: how, how can I? How can I? How can I translate it into into work? How can I? Um, I'm, I'm incapable to do that. What I what I what I seek for I hope appears in in my work, you know, and and uh, hopefully is there enough to communicate to to you, to the other, to myself as well. To be honest, I I don't have a a, a super rational approach. Um, um, I I have vague ideas when I approach the canvas or whatever material I work with, and uh, and uh, I well, you know, like many other artists, I I I, I I I I seek for a dialogue with the with the medium, and. Um, <laughs> And hopefully at the end, I, 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 I'm surprised enough. Hopefully at the end, uh, I, I, you know, I, I discover something on the surface that that, that speaks of uh, of what I was seeking for, and in the, in the same time, uh, brings me on on a level in which I I discover something about myself, about the work itself. So I'm sorry if I if I am. Uh, not more clear in my answer, but no, I really don't know that how to speak about art, uh, at least especially in relation to my work, more clearly, unless uh, I, I'm already done with the project. And then I can look into it and, uh, and share with you what I see. But at the moment, uh, uh, it's, it's uh, really uh, difficult, rather impossible, I will say for me.
0: So mm-hmm. let's talk about the materials you're using now, um, and, and and perhaps the imagery in some of what you're doing. Uh, you said it's it's figurative, and and, um, and can we talk a little bit about shapes, colors, or forms that are? Yeah, happening what, what the, I the can the definitely
1: issues? what I can definitely tell you is that, um, especially in the last couple of paintings, I started using the. Uh, uh, drawing of the, uh, Inferno by Botticelli, uh, as a reference point. Uh, and, and what's happening is that, um, I don't know, do you, do you have, it, do you have it in mind? Do you know what I'm talking about?
0: Yes, of course. Yeah.
1: Yes. Okay, great. So, um, so what's happening actually is that, uh, that shape, uh, ended up looking very much like a, a rib cage in my in my work so uh that brought me into the human body and um and all those uh, circles are actually the human ribs right and uh, so uh, that that has been a great um, uh discovery and and, and um and in form uh, interesting to play with.
0: Um, That's very interesting, okay. and and, it, and it, but, but so so go on. So we're talking about that form, that shape, which figuratively <laughs> looks like the the ribcage uh, to some degree. These yeah. are paintings that you're working on. Oh yes, yes, that are that yes. that that are and 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 maybe we can talk about the the palette. I don't know if the palette is changing as we're talking about this psychological inferno and these and these specific <coughs> shapes.
1: Well, the the, pal- the palette is uh, is much uh, is back to dark, I would say, because actually my work for many years uh, had been dealing with a rather dark palette and uh, uh, and only uh, one year ago, two years ago, after uh, a loss within, in my family um, that uh, was uh, actually maybe even at the origin of the work that I'm developing now, uh, for some time I, I, I used white. So that for me had been uh, strongly associated with white. I know that it, it, it is uh, in many cultures, but I never experienced that uh, so much. In the moment in which um, uh, uh, this uh, uh, phase of mourning started, uh, for me, everything just turned into white. And, uh, and now, no, with the inferno, I'm actually back into a darker palette. Um, what else can I tell you? I can tell you that there are groups. There are groups of people. So you know, uh, in opposition to the what we saw in my uh, last exhibition at Peter Bloom in 2020, 2021, uh, in which there were single figures, uh, in this one there are groups of figures. And they, and they are somehow uh, supporting each other maybe, and uh, in the same time affected, all of them, by by the same, uh, obviously, okay. you know, destiny, larger than us. Um, something I want to say uh, about the work, though, is... Um, that in the last couple of years it became a particularly uh, important for me to engrave into the material. So I'm using oil paint, and uh, and what I do is, uh, is uh, I scratch away the paint. Um, I add the layers, and then I scratch them off, and then I keep adding layers until... Uh, uh, you really see uh, that I removed the, the, the top layers and, and, and the ones underneath uh, uh, appear. Uh, that's conceptually uh, important for me um, because uh, I usually also apply a lot of uh, finger marks on the, on the surface. So there is this um, reminder to uh, traces that we live during the course of our life, and then the fact that, that they all mix together and still uh, I remove the one on the ones on the top to discover the ones underneath is uh, relevant as a connection between uh, past present and uh, and uh, how the marks that we leave in the course of our life um, are still uh, uh,
0: you know, um, um, they're still with us.
1: Re- re- relevant in the future, exactly. They're still with us uh, in the present, but they also leave a traces that might affect the future. That's what
0: I wanted to say. I'm so glad you mentioned that. This 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 way of of, of scraping down and making marks and removing, because you said this this series is also coming from a loss um, a loss. In your family and and these and we're talking about the inferno and and these kind of ideas of of being marked right of being of being uh, I don't want to say maybe the word wounded isn't quite the right word but we get marked Mm -hmm. by um, Mm -hmm. by by tremendous psychological events like like death Um, Mm -hmm. is is, is that in a sense what you're saying these marks on the canvas represent that i mean that's almost like a kind of very human uh very visceral scratching as as representative of of our of our wounds right of where we're mm-hmm. of where we're marked by by our past
1: that's an interesting uh reading honestly uh i haven't i haven't uh thought of that i saw more the the marks as uh as um imprints, you know, um, uh, marks that we leave in the course of our life, and, and that affect other people as well. But I really like uh, your, uh, your reading of uh, of bones uh, and, uh, and um, yeah, I, I embrace that.
0: I like Well, the, 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 pro- the process itself sounds almost sculptural. Also, you're, you're, oh, you're totally. really digging into the into the canvas and, and building it up quite a bit, correct?
1: Totally, totally. Thanks for saying that. Absolutely. And in fact, I use brushes very, very little. And uh, even when I when I prime the canvas, I usually apply the paint with my with my hands. And uh, and then uh, when the gesso is still wet, I um, I uh, engrave. You know, no, not an engrave. I I. Um, with my fingerprints, you know, I really leave uh, heavy marks on the surface. And over that surface, then I I start uh, painting, uh, adding and subtracting in a in a in a process that reminds of life, right? Adding and subtracting at the end. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what it is.
0: I like that. Right marks of marks of life itself, right? You're the the fingerprint, the handprint, uh, the, the witness, so to speak.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Well, it's exciting to talk about all this. I know there's some, um, uh, we're talking about the, some of the work in the Peter Blum Gallery, but you, you also have some, some pieces that are going to a group show soon. Is that correct?
1: That's correct. Yes. There is uh, a three-person show uh, opening soon in Milan in, in, a, in a relatively new gallery. I think they, they opened three years ago. Um, called Eduardo Secchi, and I'm going to exhibit with um, Maya Ruznik and um, and uh, Joshua Hagler. And the title of the show is Unmatter. So we're going... And, and, sorry, this curated uh, also uh, by this Italian curator, um, Alberto Fitz. Uh, and, um, yeah, as the title itself uh, uh, says... Uh, the the exhibition is uh, you know is about physical and and unphysical you know how to how to represent the unphysical and again maybe the invisible.
0: Hmm. Well, thank you for that, and I, I wish you well with that show and um, and of course exhibitions at Peter Blum. And uh, I want to ask you one more question before we go, which is, what are you reading at the moment? I'm always curious what everyone's reading
1: yeah i'm uh, I'm actually reading um way too many books at the moment i am very close to finishing um the magic mountain um thomas Mann and then uh, i'm uh, approaching um, basically at the very beginning the only at the circle number six uh, the inferno by dante and uh, and also i have uh, next to my bed uh, ovid the metamorphosis Um, i think that three the three of them are definitely um passing some uh, inspiration into into the the work i'm making in studio
0: louisa i want to thank you so much for talking with me today i wish you well with your your work and exhibitions thank you so very much
1: Oh, thank you. Thanks. It's been a, a pleasure.
0: <laughs> You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.